This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Keep it in my gun sight Show them heavens a mile away The way that God's son might I'm the Yeah, there's only one twice But twice never comes When it comes to one night We all about to die Like there's only one dice And I don't wanna let them question Like the end of Obi-Wan's life It goes beyond mics You gotta get aggressive You gotta get implied When you chatted in a session And ought to speak to them Make it fucking bleed through them So there's no way they forgot it Like you shot them with the message You gotta get this You only get a chance Even if we're moving slowly Then you know we can't advance There's no reason for folding What you're holding in your hand It's just one Then you're done, man I hope you understand Big up Batalini, mini money, more and flower. You're the chosen one. Go tell a friend, and again I gotta go against the floor, so I go and reload my gun. Ain't shady, baby, I'm hot. Yo, they say I'm crazy lately because I feel lazy Every time that I gotta hold my tongue yeah. Just give me one mic, one time to rip it One blow for the jump, I'm on the front line And get it with my sword swinging Today I'm talking with Portland, Oregon MC Think Twice and Vernon, Connecticut MC MCRE. We'll be talking about their album titled When No One's Listening. MCRE and Think Twice, welcome to Book Speaks and Beyond. Thank you. Yeah, thanks man. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you for for being on. Um I always like to start off and have the MCs break down their names cuz it's 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 a it's a sacred a sacred process. So uh, MCRE, how did you how did you get that name? Uh, so it actually stands for MC Redefined. Okay. And it kind of uh, it kind of like you know redefining someone's expectation of of what an MC is and, and what an MC you know should look like and and kind of who who should be an MC. So that's kind of like because I'm not someone sees me I'm just like this um, <laughs> I'm bordering on middle age now I'm like 34 <laughs> but I'm a uh, but I'm like a family man, you know, just yeah. like normal normal guy, but I'm also, you know, an MC and stuff. So it's like, that's what it is, it's MC Redefined. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. And uh, Think Twice? And my name really just comes from uh, my writing style. Okay. Um, I like to put a lot of depth into my lyrics for the most part. And so, yeah, it really comes from the fact that I think twice. <laughs> um, mm. It also kind of defines me as a person. I've always uh, been a thinker, I guess you could call it. So yeah, it was just a fitting title once I once I thought of it. Okay, all right, those are dope names. I like those. I can go with that. MCRE. I kind of understand sometimes when you tell people that you MC, they like, wait a minute, you're not young. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I can see <laughs> in that regards, and with think twice, I can see that too, because there's a lot of double entendres in your rhyme. That's what it. it, it I had to drink, think four times, but you know, I'll, I'll think twice is cool too. But you know, <laughs> I don't think that's quite as catchy. But, uh, I <laughs> right. <it>. <laughs> so, uh, what specifically influenced you guys to become MCs? 
Uh, well, for me personally, um, I really started at a young age um, just doing it in my room, listening to, um, I mean, plenty of different artists, a lot of the same typical artists that I'm sure most of us grew up with, Tupac, Biggie, Eminem, all those. And uh, I used to just recite their rhymes mm. um, over and over. And I don't think I really realized it then, but that kind of paved the way for me to write my own eventually. And uh, I just did it because I enjoyed it. And as that progressed, I realized, you know, it was something that I that I wanted to pursue and that I felt like I was pretty good at. And, yeah, it just really blossomed from there. Cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've, always, uh, I've always been just obsessed with hip-hop and obsessed with, like, words and, and poetry and stuff. And, I mean, it goes back to um, – it's kind of funny. But back in third grade, I rapped uh, – I, I lived in Denver at the time. And I rapped uh, "Jump" by uh, yeah, yeah, uh, in third grade in front of in front of the whole school. And stuff. Oh that was wow! My first, like performance. <laughs> you had the clothes and everything. So, uh, yeah, oh yeah, we we had the overalls backwards and stuff. <laughs> okay. When, but uh, yeah, I've always you know just and and I've always more you know related with uh, with underground mm-hmm. underground hip hop, but it's just always you know. I can't get away from this passion. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the album when no one's listening. Why did you call it that? Oh, man. Okay, I'll start. Uh, basically, it's just you know it it has a few meanings to it, I guess. Um, you know, one it's the obvious one for a lot of people, a lot of MCs or artists of any genre, um, or not even music. It's like when no one's listening, like no one's listening to you. Obviously, you know, no one, no one's paying attention. Like you might be putting out this this crazy crazy material that they. I mean, obviously you're biased, but and then you just can't get enough ears on it, can't get enough attention to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, there's that aspect of it. And then it's also kind of like when, when no one's actually really listening, they might be, you know, just, just hearing it and then and just putting up some fire emojis. That's kind of <laughs> where our intro was. Right. Um, but not really paying attention to what you're saying, not really, like, you know, hearing it. You know, they're, they're just listening to it. It's kind of in one ear, out the other kind of thing. So. Right. Right. Yeah, and I would uh, I would also add that it also has to do with the passion of uh, really any creative outlet um, because you do it because you love it, not because necessarily you know you you're doing it for the likes mm-hmm. or for the views. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's really about using. I know for me personally, like uh, the title track when no one's listening, that was a a way for me to vent through a tough time that I was going through. So it really has a lot of meaning with that as well. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think I think that that you guys said some 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 good points about that because as an MC, right, you do it because you love it. Sometimes you're just doing it for yourself. Yeah. So even if no one's listening, you're still enjoying yeah. what you're doing. And at the same time, it also feels like with this gener well, I don't want to just say this generation. It just feels like with today, it's all about the beat or whatever, and really no one's. You feel like no one's listening to the lyrics, so. hundred percent. Yeah, that that title is is very fitting. Um, you have a song in there called "I Still Love Her." I used to love her. Love her. Common misunderstanding nowadays is that she changed and that she's tainted for the fame. I'm explaining it the same. Beautiful woman remains and hasn't changed. 
But the perception never has though This ain't the game, this isn't Hasbro A lot of dudes pursuing us just to see their cash grow A bunch of assholes tried to fast forward Past the days that I was bashful When pride was best swallowed like a capsule Helped me to emerge, so the words form a verse Through the flow, kept the flow Set for those that showed her unwilling to search for her Think she's been dead, just been off the grid She was fed up with the way she was depicted So she hid, went from mad confident To taking hits that were ad hominem Still I'm positive that something's gotta give Yo, it seems like forever since we've been together But I know I still recognize her when she's better And it's then she'll never Let him walk away He never even talked about you in a proper way Yeah You gotta let it go One of a kind, I mean the type that someone never know There really ain't no need to lie I got a shoulder if you need to cry And even though I hate the reason why It's like I told you, like I'm supposed to, I won't leave your side I just wish it wasn't for a decent guy Instead another one that's peacing without even trying It can't be denied, you changed my worldview You gave love to other ones, even the girls too I never budged, see I was down from the beginning of it But giving love, I didn't judge when all I get was nothing I knew that it was coming, you had enough for all They try to say cause of your age that you were bound to fall But yet I found applause and kept it real too They pointed out your flaws except that ain't the real you They got you mixed with an obnoxious other bitch that won't stop I call it quit she always jock another dick, photoshopping all the pics They wanna change your image, I try to say you had a different name They'd say you didn't, they acted like you died And had to say goodbye, the passion was alive Forever lasting, you and I, you can Yeah Yeah, just let him walk away He never even talked about you in a proper way Obviously, this song is a metaphor for hip hop, and it kind of plays off of common sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know that 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 song. Um, I used to love her as well. And um, MCRE, you said something in there. Just want you to kind of break down. You said the same beautiful woman remains and hasn't changed, but the perception has, though. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, basically, you know, the beauty of hip hop is 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 still there. It's there's still so many like talented, amazing artists that, that still do things like the the proper way as as us like old you know heads would would say. But um, but it's just like you know it's tainted, I guess in in a way. People people don't see hip hop as it is. I mean, some might say hip hop's dead. Some might say you know it's just uh, I don't know. Some people have you know ruined it by how they've gone and taken hip hop. Mm-hmm. So what what do you think? Do you think hip hop the current state, the future of hip hop to you, do you think it's alive on life support? Is it dead? No, I, I think, no, I don't think it's dead by any means. I think there's, like I said, I think there's so many talented artists and it's just, you know, it's just people have to want to look for that, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously there's some people that, that that's not, they just want to listen to something and, you know, party and mm-hmm. OD, mm-hmm. OD to some music. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's, it's alive and well for sure. Yeah. What 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 about you think twice? What you think about the current and future state of hip hop? Um, I mean, I would kind of second that. I would say, I really think it's alive and well if you're searching in the right spots for it. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, I don't know. My concern is that maybe the desire for 
that type of hip hop for real hip hop to be in the for- at the forefront that may be dying or that may be on life support because the desire to kind of like you were saying and 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 Ari was saying it's just the beats and the vibes and all that and that seems to be what is really wanted more than lyricism and and you know depth in their music mm-hmm. and uh, so that makes me a little concerned as far as that goes but I do feel like. As far as actual talent and people still doing it, it's it's alive and well in that sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree with and you. Got, yeah, no, go ahead, MCR. It's fine. Yeah, so I'm one other thing, and this is more like the you know conspiracy theorist side of it is that uh, you know the powers that be, the people with the money, like don't want people to think, they mm-hmm. don't want people to yeah. uh, actually hear music that's going to make them question things and challenge things, and and so even if there's if there's a hunger for it and people want people want that. Um, you know, it's almost suppressed in a way. Yeah, don't you hate yeah, when yeah, you try to say true. that to people and they they like they think you're crazy? But uh, <laughs> I, it, it's 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 interesting because, like you said, if you really search for the music, you will find some of the most talented, most most energetic, uh, most emotional artists you've ever heard before. But that doesn't really manifest on the surface, right? So it makes you think like. How? How is this not happening? I mean, listen to what they're saying. This, why can't this be played like on the radio? Why not even just one spin? You know, it's like it's because it, this medium is very powerful, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I kind of agree. I I feel like there's something that's really holding back it from being the raw form it is. You know, um, I don't know. I'm on yeah. the, I'm on that on that vibe as well. So, um, would you say that hip hop is a young people's music? I mean, I don't know. That's a tough one for me personally. I I still feel like I'm young. <laughs> I guess in rap, yeah. In in rap terms, I'm even starting to get a little bit old. I'm 28. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm maybe in the middle. But as far as yeah, what makes it popular? Popular rap music is definitely um, ran through the you know the eyes and the ears of the young. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they kind of have a dominant stranglehold on what is viewed as popular. It goes hand in hand with what you were just saying as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like as far as really being on top of it, it is it is a younger person's game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just how music is. You know, they're the ones who have the most time to you know, spend the most time streaming everything and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's a good point. Uh, as you were talking, I was like thinking when I was young, like all I could, all I did all day was listen to music. <laughs> so, yeah, or or get on LimeWire. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. Um, but knowing that you know, hip hop is getting older, and the people who with it are getting older. There, there. Do you believe that there should be a space even for the older generation that, that you know that their hip hop is still viable for us and we shouldn't be neglected in a sense. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I'm still, you still see some of, you know, the, the major people like, like red man and stuff. who right. they're, they're still pushing. And he's got an album coming out, I guess, you know, I think later this year, but like that dude's probably pushing 50 now and, <laughs> and he's still making crazy music, you know, yeah, so, he's still sick. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's what I always say. I'm just going to be, my goal is to be like the oldest rapper ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, don't, I just don't say I'll be like the geriatric of the. Uh, <laughs> but right, you know what would be scary know. though, like if 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 
these guys still do it into like they're 80 like I, I, I you know I, I don't want to kind of joke around about it but you know Alzheimer's is real like I mean but with it with when it comes to hip-hop you're constantly working your brain so I think you know they'd be all right that's very true <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, maybe it keeps our brain fresh, though, you know? So, like, <laughs> use it or lose it kind of thing. <laughs> right, exactly. There's two sides of the same coin. Sit back and watch it flip it. Guaranteed to land in the pockets of politicians. Information you force-fed is a contradiction. A land where states are united, you're based upon the vision. Two sides of the same coin. Sit back and watch it flip it. Guaranteed to land in the pockets of politicians. Information you force fed is a contradiction. A land where states are united, you're based upon division. Uh, million drone march controlled minds the operation. As soon as their phone starts, there's no lies across the nation. But this is Noah's Ark amidst the population drowning in the sea of misinformation from the indoctrination. It starts with education, an institution blindly trusted by the parents, common core is like incarceration. As Einstein stated, everyone's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree get a living slight believing it's stupid this is what we're seeing individuality suppressed so funding isn't depleted a bunch of zombies getting high sniffing party lines when realize bleeding from arteries and time to cauterize to the same coin and neither side is for the people if money's at the root then this country is forged and evil and i'm from a line of veterans so never pin me as a benedict i just think it's worse than it's ever Two been sides of the same coin sit back and watch it flipping Guaranteed to land in the pockets of politicians. Information you force fed is a contradiction. A land where states are united, you're based upon the vision. Sides of the same coin. Sit back and watch it flipping. Guaranteed to land in the pockets of politicians. Information you force fed is a contradiction. A land where states are united, you're based upon the vision. We're all getting closer now to picking the poster child. This time of the year, we're fighting up here because we're more coaching now. But this is a hoax and how they get us to do what they tell us a vote to count. I used to be like you think it's my right to like it and broken down but wearing a broken crown made to believe the American dream really we all are just leave to our wages and paper is made this a pyramid scheme 223 years in a war that's out of 240 there's no one that's stopping the killers be whether it's Hillary or if it's Trump you're supporting the Rothschilds or the boss now they're literally making the money it pops out with the cops now I get it they're taking it from me you're one of the banks it's in every country except for the ones that we see as a threat they always got money for war it comes to the poor they say there's a debt they're taking our checks taxation is theft our nation is left with two criminals that they say is our best A state of address really means nothing when all of its lies Power and people we don't need a leader So tell them this time that I recognize Two sides of the same coin Sit back and watch it flipping Guaranteed to land in the pockets of politicians Information you force fed is a contradiction A land where states are united You're based upon the vision Two sides of the same coin Sit back and watch it flipping Guaranteed to land in the pockets of politicians Information you force fed is a contradiction A land where states are united You're based upon the vision Hey, if you're enjoying Book Speaks Beyond, do us a big favor. Go inside any of our show notes of any of our episodes, and you'll see an icon that will take you to iTunes, where you can subscribe, rate, and leave a review.
So we just played this song called Two Sides of the Same Coin. What's the message here? Um, oh, I think that there's a lot to get at in that song. Um, but really the main message I would say is that when it comes to the political parties in this country, we feel that they're, they're basically two sides of the same coin, meaning when it really comes down to it, um, it's picking the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. in most cases. And it really shouldn't be that way. Right. And I feel like not even just in politics, in a lot of American society, uh, we kind of put things as either this or that, mm-hmm. um, A or B. And, yeah, so we wanted to just kind of um, – this was during the time when the election was going on, and everybody, you know, had their opinion ready and locked and loaded <laughs> and wanted to yeah. uh, fire it at those who didn't agree. So mm-hmm. we wanted to kind of shine some light just on the fact that uh, really – you got to look at who's at the top of this all right. and not just the ones they're putting on the screen. Right, right. Manchurian candidates. Yeah. No, um, I, I totally hate when people say, well, we got to pick the two of the lesser evils. I'm like, but there's other candidates. And they're like, well, then you're going to disrupt and, and hurt the, 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 the Democratic Party and get the Republican in. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Vote for who you believe in, the greater good. You know, it's like yeah. we need to get out of that. That I mean, most people don't do that in other parts of their lives. I mean, no. I, I don't think um, if you're married or if you have girlfriends, you pick the 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 lesser of uh, you know. <laughs> so I know we don't do it that way. So why are we doing it with people who are supposed to run the country? Very true. Ridiculous. Yeah, and I feel like. Uh, They'll even some people will even ridicule you to the point where they say, you know, your vote doesn't count or try to make you feel like your vote doesn't count unless right. it's for one of those two options. Right. And and like you said, it's all about freedom and yeah. you should have the right to do whatever you want. Right. And there should be more options than, than two. Absolutely. Yeah. I always think there should be more options and I think there should be like a limit on the amount of money that can be with uh, yeah. You Without know? a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, we we could talk about this for forever. <laughs> yeah. like, this, this whole thing is, is broken, man. But, yeah. And yeah. I, I always tell people, like, even though you get a new president, usually the administration always kind of stays the same. They might change a few people here and there, but there's... Oh, yeah. There's no term limits for Congress. Right, right. I mean, I wonder who truly controls this stuff, man. Like when you say there's a deficit, like who you who we owe to? Who's this owe to? You know, what I mean, like who are we talking about right now? You know, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, and people don't people don't even think about that either. Whenever no. it comes down to where that money comes from, and uh, I I did mention in that track actually the Rothschild, right? And uh, I don't know if that's a family that everybody knows, but it is one that I feel like everybody should know, right? Um, and what the Federal Reserve is and, and how exactly that works. It's not even federal. I'm sorry? I said the Federal Reserve is as federal as FedEx. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It actually is, it's, and it has its own laws as exactly. far as the way that it can regulate. So but like uh, Ari said, we could go you know, on and on about it, but uh, <laughs> it is definitely something that I feel like more people should look into. And I, and I feel like they are. Yeah. I definitely feel like it's a lot more prominent now than it ever used to be. That's how I've uh, gathered the information that I even have for to make a track like that. Absolutely. And I think I think another part that when I was listening to this song, it made me think about even with every administration, 
both sides of the same coin, Democrat, Republican, there's one thing that never, ever changes is the foreign policy. Foreign policy never changes. It doesn't yep. matter. We're going to stay in the, all the same wars. It doesn't matter yep. who's in there. You know, so it's just We've funny. been at it our, our entire history as a country. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I forgot who said this in there, but I liked it too. You said um, it starts with education and institutions an institution blindly trusted by the parents, Common Core, is like incarceration. You guys have kids? Uh, yeah, I do. And I, I have, um, I mean, my oldest is, he's turning eight, but he's in second grade. And, yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's just raising them to not even, like, think. They're just trained, like, turned, like robots. It's, it's, yeah. it's awesome. And, and, it, and it's all about funding. Like, they, it's all about passing tests, so right. standardized tests, so that, so that they, uh, schools can get their funding and, yeah because if they don't meet that and that's it's all it is they're just they're pretty much using them to get funding and and keep their um you know keep their teachers hired and stuff and i mean you know obviously we can get into that yeah for a while too, so what what do you kind of do to counter that i'm trying to figure out how to counter that myself like what what what, what do you do is it just i mean it's it's difficult i mean yeah. obviously you still want your kids to, to do well in school and, yeah. and you can't be like all right you're not going to follow the rules but right. you know it's just also you you know you got to raise them to be free thinkers and, right. and question things and and you know that's yeah. probably the most important thing yeah 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 i always whenever they have all these names common core no child left behind it right. sounds good but it's almost like your name think twice no child left behind now that I look at it, it means we don't care what you learn. We're not going to leave you behind. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. It's yeah. not like it means they care about you. It's crazy. Yeah. Lately, I've been thinking about my legacy. My death's delayed latency. I'm thinking that my life is unscathed like a pagan's need. Many a choice is unsavory. I've been real. My pen filled, pointing to the future like a laser beam. And I'm not the type to make a scene But the tree of life has got a story to tell So I'ma rake the leaves While y'all resort to complacency I haven't slept in four days Scared to death I wouldn't wait to see Another one, how to make out Lovers lane Pray I've held on like my mother's name It's imperative that I follow a confined path Like the blood and veins And yet I hemorrhage every other day Really I'm just freestyling life over any beat I'm given it was written But I've since misplaced the composition The mirror's where I face my greatest competition Still I gotta withstand the punches On this world circuit Honda Piston Cause all I really need's a second just a beat that I can wreck in Yeah, all I really need's a session If all of me's invested, I proceed to teach a lesson And all I really need is aim To get me in the game A record that can pain And all they need to do is wait and see So all I need from you is watch me leave a legacy Cause all I really need's a second Just a beat that I can wreck in all I really need is a session If all of me's invested, I proceed to teach a lesson And all I really need is aim To get me in the game A record that can bang And all they need to do is wait and see So all I need from you is watch me leave a legacy Yo, all I need is a night that I can show this 
To follow dreams and a right to heighten focus A mic that I can cope with A light so I can smoke this It might suffice if I could ride beside all my associates I've been trying to find the culprit Of all emotion that I feel See I've been dealing with this bullshit Fighting eyes awoken Finally I've been open To the pride that I've been cloaked in Trying to Break it down, I wonder why I'm feeling broken Even though I got it all, got a family that's involved Got a girl that understands me but I can't see through the fog Not the fancy that I want, never chasing dollar signs I was made to spark the mind and it's a fancy that I want It's the reason that I can't sleep I started on a search to find a beat And the words to leave a mark upon this earth I know I got a gift to give And even if I don't, you never think we'll change the world And that just only means you won't All I really need's a second Just a beat that I can wreck it Yeah, all I really need's a session If all of me's invested, I proceed to teach a lesson And all I really need is aim To get me in the game A record that can bang And all they need to do is wait and see So all I need from you is watch me leave a legacy Cause all I really need's a second Just a beat that I can wreck it all I really need is a session If all of me's invested, I proceed to teach a lesson And all I really need is aim To get me in the game A record that can bang And all they need to do is wait and see So all I need from you is watch me leave a legacy So we just played the song, All I Need So, what type of le- legacy are you guys trying to leave? Uh, me personally, um, really, I'm just trying to leave one that um, myself, my family, and you know those around me can be proud of. Whether that's you know taking it farther than I think it can go, or you know remaining where I'm at, um, I'm going to be happy with with whatever it is. Really, I just want to make sure that my my music holds a certain type of integrity mm-hmm. um, and a certain type of uh, I guess, trueness to the way that I am in my life and, you know, the way that I write, I don't want to let it change or conform to something different than it is. So if I can maintain that, that'll be a, a plenty, a plentiful legacy for me and, and something I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I would say that's something that I've, I've you know, been kind of struggling with, with lately, uh, just as far as like, you know, you pour so much of yourself in, into music and stuff and, you know, I wanted to be available. I mean, I've been gone as far as my wife would, you know, never, never let me do this, but I told her I'm going to put it in my will that, uh, when I die, I want to be, um, you know, cremated and, and put, put the, uh, put some of them into like vinyl. So I actually like live in the music. That <laughs> <Word. I've been. laughs> that'd be dope. You know, that's not going to happen though, but that'd be dope. <laughs> um, I think this was you think twice. You said, trying to break it down and wonder why I'm feeling broken, even though I have it all and a family that's involved. So why does pursuing hip-hop sometimes make us feel this way? You know what I mean? Like, while while our friends are like, yo, man, you got it all. There's nothing to complain about. But why? Why do we feel like that when we're when, as hip-hop artists? Um, I mean, I really think... A lot of creation in itself just comes from not necessarily sadness, but times of uh, struggle mm-hmm. and and tough times of life. And I think a lot of the best of it 
comes from those times. So that that was really hinting at just um, you know those points in life where where you get down, mm-hmm. and I know everybody experiences them, and sometimes it's easy to lose sight of the things that you do have mm-hmm. and. I know that, especially in this day and age, a lot of people have that grass is greener on the other side type of thing where you look at everybody else's life right. and you may think it's perfect and they, you know, may think it's all good, but they don't really know what's going on. And yeah, so it just has a, a multitude of meanings as far as rapping and just, um, you know, everyday life. Yeah. It, 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 do you have any methods to like cope with that or counter when those feelings start creeping in that you feel like I, I just need to call this quits? Um, I mean, I, my biggest thing nowadays is trying to express gratitude every day mm. and, and realizing what I do have and appreciating what I do have and not focusing on the things I don't. Um, and hip hop has brought me a lot of great things and I don't want to, you know, ruin them by, by getting used to them and making them okay. Cause when I, when they came in at the beginning, you know, I was, I loved it. It was yeah. awesome. I was excited as I could be. And so, yeah, I just try to maintain a level of gratitude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And MCRE, you said something as well that that was interesting. You said it was written, but I've since misplaced the composition. The mirror is where I face my greatest competition. So that was fire. (laughs) So so how how often do you just want to give up pursuing hip hop and why? Because I feel like every artist has that like. Is that something that happens often, and and why? Yeah, it's it's constant. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I I pretty much like just breathe hip hop. Like, you know, I can't I can't like go a day without just like, you know, making music and stuff, or like just in my head, just you know, coming up with stuff. Yeah. But it's like self doubt, like it's constantly burning, and, and you know, why am I even like spending so much time doing this? Like, I should be doing other like other things. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Self doubt. It's also like. Uh, feelings of sometimes like being selfish and not putting you know right. all this energy into just my kids, and but at the same time it's like what you know, what is life if you don't actually do everything that you're really passionate about, kind of thing. But right. So how how do you how, what what keeps you going? Like what well, what is it? You know. Uh, I I mean I just I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. You know it's almost like it's an addiction. But it's also just like it's just a part of me. Like I've, yeah. I've been doing it for like two decades, and it's just. There's just nothing, yeah, nothing really like it, you know. I mean, it's and obviously like you know, cliche, but it's like an outlet, yeah, you know, for for when you're you know struggling with stuff and whatnot. But it's just, it's the greatest. How does how does the family feel about it? You know, the wife and the kids. Do they do they know? Uh, do the kids know? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 awesome. I try to incorporate them as much as possible. Like, <laughs> I do for all of their birthdays. I do kind of like a, a recap rap. Wow! For, uh, look at that for right? their for their um. So they have you know like almost like a family album wow. they can listen to one day about their about their life and stuff. But yeah, they they've been on a, num- a number of my songs, just like little verses here and there and stuff like that. So oh, that's dope. That's dope. Like my three year old. My three-year-old Adelaide, she'll uh, we're just driving the car, and she goes, "I'm a rapper now." <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that's great. That, that, that's dope. Like my my daughter's seven, and today she just started rapping. She just starts to like rhyme everything that she sees. I'm like, "Hey, this is cool with me. Let's keep going." <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about some things outside of your music. 
so MCRA, you kind of talk about it. So I really want to get your answer on this. And also you think twice when you're not pursuing music, what are you doing to relax? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't know how much relaxing I really do. I was just like, my plate is just way too full yeah. all the time, but, um, I do like, uh, this bars and beards kind of brand that, that I started. It's, it's first it was just like a music thing and just for people with beards and like some kind of just some, some shirts that we made up. Um, and then it turned into making beard products and all this stuff. And now I'm like, um, there's like a big barber expo that I have a booth at. I, I just, Where? I get, I, I do, I do way too much. I, over, I overextend myself like all the time. Wait, so say that again. Did you say bar, bar and beers or barber and bars, beards? Uh, bars and beards. Oh, okay. That's the, um, that's the handle on. Oh, on right, iTunes, right. At bars and beers. That's right. Wow, that's that's cool. So you make like shaving creams and stuff. Is that what you're saying? Uh, so it's like beard oil, beard balm, beard. Like I don't make the combs, but we have like our own combs that were made and stuff. So it's just like products for for like beard care kind of thing. Oh, dope, dope. Uh, we'll we'll leave the link in the show notes. That'd be dope. Appreciate that. Yeah. And what what about you, Thing Twice? What are you doing to relax when not pursuing hip hop? Uh, man, I'm also quite busy myself. I mean, I don't have any kids, so I guess I shouldn't say... Then you're not busy. busy. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I should shut up. I'll take that back. Uh, but um, right now, man, actually, uh, I'm getting ready to go back to school to go finish my degree. So really, my free time is being used to study and get myself ready for that. But when I do have some uh, to my own, I love to play basketball, um, spend time with my girl, you know, um, just kind of kick back and relax, watch a good movie, the same stuff most people like. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, I don't really find myself um, having as much time to do those type of things as I want. But What are you going back yeah. for? Uh, I'm going to go back uh, for journalism. Oh, yeah, I got an associate's degree, so I, yeah, I want to pursue something that I love doing. I love writing anyway, so I figured, why not? Wow, okay, okay. So let's say once you graduate, what how do you want to how do you want to use that journalism degree man i have a couple uh, avenues i want to do i actually want to pursue broadcasting and use my voice um more than anything i'm okay. hoping to I'm, I'm going into advertising um specifically within journalism and uh yes yeah, so i'm hoping for i mean i have a lot of ideas as far as that goes yeah. um but broadcasting of any sort would be awesome my family did it i have some history um or being able to write for a hip hop magazine yeah, uh, would yeah. be amazing as well. That's something I'm also going to look into. Um, but I'm not a, you know, quite a hundred percent decided yet. I just know that it's going to open um, many doors, and and I like the that idea. So. That'd be dope if, like, even if you worked for a, a newspaper and you were part of the editorial, instead of just writing a regular editorial, you can make it like a a, a hip hop lyric. You know what I mean? Break down the current event in that way. That'd be dope. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, write that one down. <laughs> so, so you know the show's called Books, Beats, and Beyond right now. So, I'm always asking, what books are you reading right now? Articles, whatever, uh, or what books had the biggest impact on your life? For me, uh, right now, I'm actually reading um, Out of My Mind, Out of My by Mind. Uh, Alan Watts. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you know Alan Watts is, but yeah, it's uh, it's really about, it's hard to describe exactly what it's about, but um, it's really about just uh, the philosophy, I guess, that uh, Western philosophy and the, it talks about God and our relationship to life. Um, 
it goes into some real deep topics, but it's, uh, it's been really interesting to read. And if you ever listen to any of his speeches on YouTube, he uh, did a lot of amazing things and, mm-hmm. and broke down a lot of, uh, different way, ways to look at life. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm currently reading. Oh, well, that sounds dope. What about you, MCR? And so, yes, I mean, I, you know, kind of a shame to say I haven't, I haven't had the time to uh, hey, that's all right, read man. many books lately, yeah. but um, I would definitely love to. I mean, one one that I have my uh, – it's kind of, again, more like in, enjoy things on the, on the philo- uh, philosophical side and kind of just thinking about things in a different way. Um, and then also just like – um, more entrepreneurial things. So my, like my good friend, he, um, he's like this crazy entrepreneur and he started his own moonshine business and then he just like, wow. like robotics and a cigar company and stuff. So he wrote a book about, about his, his journey as an entrepreneur and stuff. And that, you know, that's something that I've been kind of, um, reading his book when I have time just to. Yeah. You, you're an entrepreneur his, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's dope, man. I mean, you definitely have to kind of be, you know, as as an artist, especially today, is you have to think about not just putting out music, but, you know, how you're going to market it and how right. you're going to kind of do different things to catch someone's interest because people's, you know, their their thought, you know, train of thought or whatever is like just, you know, so quick these days. You, you, got, you can't, like, hold people's attention. No, you're absolutely right. I think it's more onus on the artist now. It's, it's kind of like the labels. It, I don't know if they're either lazy about it because you like they see you doing it and you already got the fan base then they're going to probably try to come behind you and and just give you the distribution and the marketing access but it's i think i mean it it's always kind of been um all mcs have been kind of entrepreneurial but it seems like today there's more with all the social media you got to kind of um create for yourself and, and 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 all these other outlets that you have to deal with but mm-hmm. and and there's just more technology in the hands of of the artists now, so it's really like you said, you really have to have that entrepreneurial spirit and and drive um, in, in this industry now. It seems like yeah, and I think that's something that like uh, so I mean we you know especially today like you like you just mentioned with technology and stuff, and it's so much kind of easier to uh, to create these days. Um, so our album, we actually recorded all of it on, on our phones on, through GarageBand. What? Um, and then it was all mixed and mastered like on, on the phones. What? Um, so it's, it's yeah. about, you know, just using the resources that you have and you're not necessarily, you know, thinking the old fashioned way where you have to go spend all this money in the studio and stuff or whatever. And it's so how like, did you keep it quiet it, though? How did you keep it quiet? Uh, put doing your car like I mean that's like the perfect <laughs> little boost. Yeah. <laughs> now you probably you probably recorded the, the album in like in the fall or the winter. <laughs> Y'all weren't in the <laughs> summer with that. <laughs> or maybe yeah, you we were. actually uh, <laughs> we actually weren't even in the uh, the same room the whole time. I mean I've only I've only met Dan once. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that does been, make sense. You're yeah Oregon yeah. And, and and Connecticut. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was all all through, you know, just sending back and forth and and doing that kind of stuff. That's dope, man. Your your costs were low. That's 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 nice. Yeah, we made it work. <laughs> yeah. So so, what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence on shaping who you are today? Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, I would say, I mean, I. Three three albums or songs, it, it, you know, you can mix it up. I would say Internal Affairs, uh, Fair Munch. Okay, um, yeah, wow, yeah. 
Black Stars album, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, third one here. You want to you want to throw us two out there? And I'll keep thinking about that. <laughs> um, well, I would say definitely the uh, the Slim Shady LP. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I would say it's hard to pick three. I know as far as a song, One Mic by Nas oh, is okay. a, a yeah. big one for me. Mm-hmm. That one, um, I remember really having passion build from listening to that one and a third one a more recent one i would say um is misery loves company by ritz i don't know if you've ever heard that but uh that is a kind of a depressing type song um it just talks about the struggles of life um someone around my age goes through and yeah so that one hit home for me at a certain time that uh you know things weren't great for me and helped me get through it Wow, and, and and why why does Slim Shady? No P. Slim Shady. Um, well, I mean, it's gonna sound like a typical answer, but you know, being a suburban white kid who mm-hmm. wanted to rap, that one just kind of you know, it let me know that I could do it. Yeah. It opened my my ears to you know some type of lyricism that I had never heard before. Yeah, and really kind of uh, I think paved the way for me to even be doing this. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um. And I I would say if you if you don't mind like the uh, the third one here would be you know Royce Royce's um, the song Life. Oh, Life. Have you ever heard yeah, that yeah. one? Mm-hmm. That's uh I mean it was at a time you know when I I was definitely dealing with like some crazy depression back in college and and that song pretty much like I feel like carried me through. I even have some of the lyrics uh, tattooed on my arm. The, oh, um, wow, at the end of it, at the end of it when he says um, look at it like it's not your day but it's your life and live. Mm-hmm. So, Dope. And why and why the Black Star in the in the in internal affairs? I mean, that was just like my. I mean, the whole raucous like you know movement back oh, then. Oh right, was just, like, yeah, so crazy. That like, was dope. I was, yeah, I was just obsessed. I mean, <laughs> there's just so like so many great songs in that. And Pharaoh Pharaoh's definitely my uh, my favorite MC of all time. And I, he I was slept actually, on hard too. Man. I know. I was lucky enough to do a track with him um, oh, on my EP. It's called Darkness. So if you, if you ever get a chance to check that out, but, right, so that yeah. was like a how did you how did you make that happen? I just emailed his his uh people and um you know sent him the song and, and he he liked it enough to do it so Wow, how did you feel when you got that back? <laughs> um it, it was definitely awesome and it, but it also you know they always say kind of never with your uh never work with your idols. Oh, okay. Because like <laughs> you know I mean it's still it's still a business and stuff and there was like you know, I kind of expected it to be something that would be shared oh, by him, but yeah. you know, and all and all those kind of things. And he was cool at first, and then like certain things. I don't know. Yeah, well, I feel. I'm not, yeah. not taking anything away from him, but it's just like, you know, did you look up to them as like kind of tarnish it a little? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it was still worth it, though. Right, right. So, so what more do you think that you guys can contribute to today's hip hop culture? Well, I think we could contribute. Uh, I mean, a lot, really. Just, um, I want to put a, I mean, personally, I want to put, um, shine some light back on lyricism and, mm-hmm. and put lyrics back to the forefront. And I do feel like, in a lot of ways, it is kind of coming back with, uh, you know, artists like yeah. Kendrick and, and J. Cole and Royce being more prominent now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's something I, I hope to have a part in and yeah. also push the underground. Um, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, the floodgates are open. So many people are in hip-hop right now Absolutely. that it's, it's easy to get uh, looked over. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of want to, yeah, push push the people that 
I know are really dope and deserve to be noticed. Right, right. That's yeah, our mission here. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And, the, and yeah, also right. just kind of like bridging, you know, kind of bridging the gap. Not not really like crossover, but um, you know, just not like really trap beats, but definitely like you know merging styles and stuff oh, yeah. so you could yeah. maybe reach reach an audience of the new school just because like it's it's something that you know they're somewhat familiar with and then and then we'll still like you know obviously our our lyricism that we wouldn't compromise but right. you know just kind of getting into that like different you know challenging ourselves with different flows and different things like that to kind of uh, you know, gain a wider audience right and you know what I I see that going on in the underground where they're taking the beats that people say are catching the air and make them want to move and then combining that with lyricism, I think that's what this is all, I think that's what's happening here. I think we're, mm-hmm. we're, it's, we're starting to come to that part, and that that hip-hop is going to be something else when that happens. You know, you'll be able to move, yeah. you'll be able to go to the club and still be an enlightened at the same time. I feel like that's what's about to happen uh, eventually. There's. I hope you're right, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you want people to mainly take away from the album when no one's listening? Uh, you want to speak on that? Um, honestly, just I'm I'm like so proud of that project. You know, in so many ways, I think that we uh, it was just going to start out as an as an EP, and then it, it just evolved from there. Um, and honestly, just you know, obviously you, you say the just lyricism and you know respect as us as a as MCs and whatnot, and we definitely got so much great feedback from people, kind of like all over the world. Um, so it, that didn't really expect that kind of um, you know, reaction and, and that much support, but it was, it was really cool, but really just, just to show like what you can do with limited resources and what you can do when you're, when you're true to yourself and, and, and not just, you know, compromising and actually putting thought into, into lyrics and talking about real issues pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would second all that and, and say, uh, you know, just to keep doing whatever you're passionate about. Um, even if you find like there's not a lot of reason, if it, if there's a calling that you have to keep, you know, to do what what you like to do, and it's there for a reason. And um, yeah, I think a lot of people sometimes sleep on themselves in that sense. They have a lot of talents. I, I'm I'm a firm believer that everybody has a talent they were born with, and so if there's one message you want to get from that album, then I would say it's that is keep doing your passion. Yeah, and I I think I took that away from there. I I, I was able to hear that the struggles that you guys go through making this music, um, and and just the different uh, perspectives on different issues was all blended in there. Really shows that you were caring about uh, what you were saying, and um, just want to say appreciate you guys contributing this to hip hop, and uh, just want to say think twice and MCRE. Thank you so much for being on Books, Beats, and Beyond, man. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Really appreciate you. Yeah, really appreciate it as well. Thanks. If you want to purchase the book or any of the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you which we would then put toward the operations of this show. Um, And also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, 
listen, explore.